Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Kyle Beats podcast. Another week, another podcast, and it's lit. Today's guest on the podcast is the one and only MJ Nichols. If you don't know who MJ Nichols is, he is a part of Internet Money now. He has been someone that has kind of been one of the top internet producers pretty much for the past three four or five years over he's been one of the top guys over a hundred thousand he's at 150,000 subscribers getting tons and tons and tons of beat sales through youtube doing the type beat um thing mj was actually the first person first and only person that i ever bought a collab off of but anyways this is a dope podcast man if you guys don't know who mj is you're gonna find out who he is we talked for a while about pretty much everything we touched on producing on the internet industry um outside of that like kind of like our interest growing up like entrepreneurship we touched on everything mj's like the king of branding when it came to to like the type beat stuff and just having everything together and um yeah this is a super dope podcast if you haven't left a rating on the itunes store itunes podcast app or whatever it's called on itunes uh please go give a rating i think we're almost close to 300 ratings maybe we're past it um and they've all been amazing we're at five stars full perfect five star rating on the podcast which if you look around at other podcasts is pretty pretty rare thing so shout out to everyone watching or shout out to everyone listening soon to be watching once the video version goes up and uh yeah let's get into it podcast with mj nichols right now on three two one And let's get it. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Kyle Beats Podcast. I'm here today with the one and only MJ Nichols from Internet Money, right? Still from Internet Money? Yes, sir. What made you, uh, because you joined Internet Money early and then left and then came back again. What made you kind of come back to Internet Money? Um, Well, it kind of came down to like, the group was going in one direction and that direction ended up being the industry. Um, and at the time I was kind of like, eh, like I lived, um, kind of near Sacramento and I wasn't exposed to how the industry worked and it wasn't really something I was striving towards at the time. Yeah. Um, and I really wanted to focus on other things and just at that time it was kind of like a mutual thing. Like I'll leave the group, uh, maybe sometime down the line I'll join back again. But, um, and then, yeah, after a while I just realized I made the wrong decision. I thought I wanted um, just to focus on myself and focus on what I was running at the time, Noise Crate. Um, but it just got boring, and I realized like I really missed being a part of the group. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I just hit up Taz and kind of talked about it and joined back. Dope, dope. Um, but yeah, fucking. So what I do with new guests on this podcast is kind of go through the background for those of you guys who don't know. MJ Nichols, you're actually the first person I ever bought, first and only person I bought a collab with <laughs> two, <laughs> two, almost two years ago now. I was actually just looking because um, I still had your email saved. I was looking at the sent fucking emails <laughs> of the crazy, emails man. that I was sending you. You like attached the beat and I didn't see that you attached it. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> it was weird, man. It was fucking really awkward, those emails. Um, <laughs> But yeah, let's take it, take me through the background. Like, how did you get into uh, making beats and how did that whole thing start and uploading beats to YouTube and 
take me to the origin story of MJ Nichols. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was in high school. I graduated in 2010, and right around the time I was graduating, um, I wanted to make music. Um, I really only listened to rock back then. Um, I didn't like rap or hip-hop at all. Um, and I didn't really have, like, I had guitars and basses and, like, drum kits as a kid because my dad's a drummer. Yeah. We kind of always had instruments laying around, but we didn't have anything to actually record with. Um, like, no digital audio interfaces or even a computer that could run any DAWs or anything. So it, was, it just came down to a matter of money. Um, and then around that same time when I had that desire to want to make music, I just so happened to start getting into rap um, and realized I could make music on a computer without having to record, you know, buy an instrument or buy all this gear. I can just use Sony Acid on the computer for free and, you know, make some cool stuff. So that's kind of where it started. Um, And I don't know why, but I just stuck with it. And I I was working part-time jobs. I dropped out of college and I knew I didn't want to go back to school and the jobs that I was working just really sucked. And I, yeah. I wasn't a good employee anywhere. I didn't like taking direction. Um, I didn't like, you know, not that I was a dick or anything. I just didn't like, it just felt like school point oh, two point oh, you know? Um, yeah. So I kind of knew I had to make the produ- production thing work. Um, and it's just something I stuck with. And it took three years. And then in 2013, I ended up uh, making the same amount of money from selling beats that I did with my paycheck, which was minimum wage at the time. I was still living at home with my parents. Yeah. So I just decided to quit my job at the time, focus full-time on beats, and then the next year I made enough to where I could move out. And then just a couple years after that, I made enough to where I could buy a house, and like I just kept making more and more money. Um, and then I'm at where I'm at now. I decided to sell the house, move out to L.A. I'm part of Internet Money again. Um, focusing on industry stuff, focus, still focusing on selling kits online, but not so much selling beats online. And uh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, what made you like kind of transition and make that make that switch? Um, not really a switch, but just like adjust almost and pivot a little bit from internet to industry. Yeah, just like kind of just like that pivot of just like chasing those placements and all that stuff. Um, I got to a point where it was just like. I don't know, like the internet market, it's definitely been oversaturated for a really long time, but it kind of got to a point where I realized a couple years ago, or maybe it was a year ago, I don't remember. Um, I just didn't want to do it anymore. It was just, I was, it was constant competition and as much, you know, I was making a living doing it, but I just didn't feel fulfilled. Like I kind of felt like I could settle and just do this the rest of my life or, you know, until my career stops and I go do something else. But I wanted to strive for more. Like, I always lived in the suburbs. I always did business online. I didn't really know how to work with people in person. Um, I was kind of secluded, and I realized, like, I don't want to live that life anymore. Yeah, I talked about that in a video, actually, this, like, random, like, mini documentary type of thing I try to do. Just, like, how you get to a point where you kind of hit this, like you kind of feel it and you hit this wall and you can either just like you hit this no it's not even a wall you hit this point where you're able to like pivot and do something even greater that's kind of how i worded it yeah and and you're either gonna fucking go for it and like risk a little bit or you can just kind of keep doing the same thing that you're doing because for me it was kind of 
Um, I mean, I didn't have the, I didn't have like the tight beat YouTube channel with that. I was like making all this money through YouTube beats. I was just doing my thing on Instagram, like hustling, fucking selling beats, just like DMing people. Like this is like around the time where I bought that uh, collab from you. I bought that collab with like beat selling money and was just hustling on YouTube, fucking leasing beats and selling exclusive and all that shit. Um, and cause I like slowed down posting beats on the internet because I don't know. I feel like it just, I just got to a point where I felt like they were worth more. I feel like these, these things I'm creating are worth more than just a bunch. Cause like you're, you're putting up beats on the internet literally just to make an income. You yep. know what I mean? Like, and once you put that beat out there, it kind of just turns into this like, uh, product that's just being moved like $30 lease, $30 lease, $30 lease there. And then to the point where a bunch of people have that, that beat. And then some people are just downloading it without even buying it. And then, um, I don't know for me, I just felt like I could do, do a little bit more with it. And then through my like beat making shit, I was able to make more money through kits or through like sponsorships or just fucking YouTube AdSense or whatever. Um, and now I'm like trying to put out my own music and I have like other things that I'm planning, like just like tons of other shit. Like I'm doing this podcast and that could be a revenue stream down the line and just like whatever. Yeah. Just like trying to create this entire brand around copies. But that's like huge. I feel like that's what makes the, the difference in life. It's just like, cause some people can't let go. Some dudes, like a lot of people wouldn't be able to let go of the type beat shit. Like you're at a, over a hundred something thousand subscribers, and I don't think I don't think the internet you should ever let go of because the internet's always just gonna be king. But like I don't think you let go of the internet. I think you let go of like the type beat shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And and I, I'm at a point now where I'm actually I want to do start uploading more stuff online. Um, when I when I decided to make the switch and I moved out to LA, I kind of wanted to play the role of like the behind the scenes guy who like doesn't post much but always puts out like fire shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized after doing that for a little while, like that's boring. Like I'm not building yeah. my brand by doing that. I'm just, I just let my social media accounts die basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so recently actually I've been doing more videos and I want to upload beats, um, again, not as like a main focus, but just as, you know, just cause, just cause to there's be no that reason brand. not to. Yeah. Just yeah. to be that fucking brand. I mean, if I wasn't, if I wasn't trying to put out songs, like I slowed down the beat selling thing. And I was still just uploading beats because people want to fucking hear the uploaded beats. You know what I mean? I'm just throwing yeah. my tag on it. People would just want to listen to that shit. Um, and, like, I'm not trying to become this, like, mega huge artist. I just want to do it as part of, like, the Kyle Beats brand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah, feel dope. Do you think you want to upload on your... Upload videos on your main YouTube channel? Or do you think you're just going to fucking... R.I.P. <laughs> I don't know, like, cause I I haven't uploaded to my actual YouTube account in a really long time. Um, yeah. And I think I don't want to give it up because I think literally today, either today or tomorrow, I'm gonna hit 150,000 subscribers, which is like crazy. It's, yeah. It's still been growing since I've you know kind of let the channel die. Um, I do want to do something with the channel. I'm just not sure what yet. Um, in terms of like uploading beats, I'm gonna upload beats every now and then to my actual site. Um, I might do beat videos still on YouTube, but I might decide to take the extra step and do more entertaining content on there. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. Um, 
You should, man. It's fucking worth it in the end, especially just like uploading shit that you enjoy uploading. Um, just like around making beats. Like I've just been, I feel like I've just been uploading the randomest shit. Like I'll, I'll sit down to film a video now and just like literally just film some random shit, vlog it, and then just call it whatever the fuck I want to call it. And it just gets views now. Yep. I feel like at the beginning I was so worried. The first year of doing it, I was just if I fucking changed one keyword, I was like, that's the reason why this video didn't do good or something. You know what I mean? Like I was so yeah. just like critical on everything. And now you kind of understand YouTube and just how everything works. And, um, there is something fun though. Like, cause I, I shot a video a couple of days ago. Um, I just did a quick tutorial on like how, uh, the kid Cody song from, uh, young nudie and playboy Cardi came about and I put it on the internet money channel, but it, there's something still fun about like uploading to YouTube and thinking about what tags to put in there and thinking yeah. about like what strategically, like how am I going to do the thumbnail and title it and blah. Like I, I missed that. Like I, I used to do that for years. That was basically what I focused on more than even producing for years. Yeah. And I haven't done that in a while. So it was kind of fun to come back and like exercise that part of my brain again. Yeah. Dude, I feel like you're the king of fucking branding you always just had the fucking everything just on point when it came to the logos and just all the design shit and then the after effects videos and just like all that shit i remember when you put your little your little guy cartoon dude in the middle and all the fucking effects around it i feel like you always just had that shit on point thanks man that yeah that was that was the fun part that was the i mean now the fun part for me is like making music not so much making beats but like back then it was like the beats were whatever like I, like you said it wasn't really music at that point you're just making a product to sell so like yeah. the majority of my time and focus was on the like you said the brand and like how i'm going to pr- present myself and yeah making that. music is like a whole different beast i feel like this i feel like the beats get so simplified when you start making songs like the yeah. beats get a lot like it's more about just um the delivery rather than like the fucking amount of drums or percussion noises yeah and that's that's something i learned too because like not not meeting these artists and producers out here in LA like back home in Sacramento like I didn't really understand how to make a beat that was catchy and simple um but now it's kind of fun to like not not make stupid easy simple beats just for the sake of being lazy but like really like trying to make a concise catchy melody with simple drums because that's that's it's actually really hard to do like it's easy to make something simple but it's really hard to make like yeah a no. super catchy melody it's hard to get it it's it's weird because music is just like the weirdest thing where like like you could have two songs that are similar right two with two similar beats and if you put them on paper it's like all right it has this type of piano melody with these type of chords and this happens here and the 808 slides at this position but like one of them could just be way better than the other one like even with the vocals and stuff like that it's just like i don't know it's just like sometimes a delivery on on like just sometimes a thing just hits a little bit better in whether it's like a melody or like a vocal i don't know what i'm trying to say but like um it's that x factor it's something happens where you're yeah. like oh that sounds really good that's exactly yeah, yeah that's what i'm referring to like there's you don't know something. what it fucking is <laughs> it just yeah like, sometimes it just hits yeah and then and then the the hard part is trying to recreate that or figure out why you know it it worked out that way yeah um 
What do you think about like producers coming up right now? Just like, what do you think they should do? <laughs> in terms of online or people who want to yeah, get like someone who someone who is listening to this and they want to sell beats or they want to. I don't know, man. I mean, I can answer like when I started. It's in a it was, weird place. I feel like right now. It's in a super weird place, and I haven't been keeping place. We'll say. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been keeping up with it since I stopped um, focusing on online stuff, but I think now more than ever i think your brand is like the most important like you kind of have to just i think the golden rules still apply like be yourself be unique um have a good product be consistent um have as many avenues that people can reach you as possible twitter snapchat instagram youtube blah 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 um i think those still apply but beyond that i don't know i mean it's so tough it, it was oversaturated years ago when i started now it's even like it, it used to be oversaturated but not to the point where it is now i mean now you have kids who don't even want to be producers they just want to make beats because it's fun you know yeah. who end up actually making a name for themselves yeah there's a lot of people fucking making beats because they saw one of my videos it's crazy or like fucking sharpie or whoever yeah um especially when you make videos that are kind of more just like they're hitting m- more mainstream parts of YouTube because um, I feel like there's a there's a definitely a producer niche and it only goes so far like it's only so big but I feel like I, there's some videos that I've made like making beats with my fucking girlfriend or whatever um, that just get hundreds of thousands of views and they're just attracting new people and then they're coming in and starting to make I always just see messages like oh dude you're the reason I started making beats whatever whatever it's just, it's interesting though because it's like only so many people are gonna make a living off of it. You right. know what I mean? So it's like, what's the fucking route? Is it just like, um, and obviously there's there's a lot more people making a living off it than ten years ago or whatever. You know what I mean? Same with artists. Like there's so many artists that are just completely unknown artists that are just making like six figures on Spotify that <laughs> nobody fucking knows. Yeah. And they got no music videos. They're just putting out songs. Got on a couple playlists and that's it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's in a it's in a weird place right now, but I think it's in the best position that it's ever been in. Like hundred percent. It's yeah. It's just one of those things where if you're gonna make it, if you're gonna make it your living, you kind of just it just has to end up that way. I don't know. You can't force it. Like it's it's hard to explain, but like you're either gonna put in the ten thousand hours or you're not. You know. Yeah. Yeah, because at the same time, when you're trying to market and do all this shit, you have to get really good at the actual fucking process. And you have to love. Thing. You have to be good at it, and you have to love it. Because like, it's true. Like you're not like if you're trying to make it online, like you're gonna be like ten percent of the time you're gonna be making beats, ninety other percent of the time you're gonna be doing literally everything else. And you have to like learn to enjoy doing that stuff because, like, if you like thinking of the, like tags for YouTube and thumbnail design and all that, then that's what's going to make you put in those hours to actually like it do something that's going to build your brand right like if you just kind of like eh, half-ass it all like it's you're not going to stand out from anyone else do you think that's what keeps you like inspired like doing other things like that i think so i think i change all the i've changed constantly like some days i don't even want to like work on music i just can't and i'll play games or whatever and other days I'll be totally into making loops all day. And the next day, like, I don't even want to touch loops. I just want to, like, 
play piano for a bit or whatever i i lied i don't play piano i talk about uh <laughs> guitar like I'll, I'll play guitar or something um i think i don't know what keeps me motivated or interested it's just i know i've found the right thing because i'm still doing it you know what six years later yeah um i, I try to make things fun for myself i guess you know, like I was doing loops like with Omnisphere forever and kind of got bored of it and decided I don't know how to play guitar, but I'm going to buy this guitar, force myself to learn. Um, and that ended up making me make loops that are like way crazier and cooler than I would have had I just kept making Omnisphere loops. And I'm not saying Omnisphere is bad or anything. I still use it, obviously. I'm just saying like I decided to kind of challenge myself and make it more fun for myself. Um, and that ended up just coming out with a better result yeah i think that's something that keeps me fucking um just like on my toes just like continuously just like doing a podcast right now uh edited a video earlier did like some instagram posts and then you work on your website and then you work on some kits and then you're filming a video and then you're just i just have so many different things that i'm doing that i can always just bounce i'm editing a music video of my own (laughs) that i fucking filmed with yeah, like two kids, and like the, I'm just constantly just bouncing around back and forth between all those different things. That just like I don't know. There's always something new to do, even if you get like that vicious fucking like creative block. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It's all about just keeping it fun for yourself. Yeah, I think that's what kept me like. I think that's what even got me to where I was because I was always doing video editing and just like all that stuff like creative stuff i was doing music videos for people i was um i was djing on tour and just doing all this different shit and and the, the thing i kept coming back to was beats and it wasn't until i saw people were like actually making money on it like i saw taz's vlogs i've said this a billion times by now but i, I saw his vlogs where he's just showing his paypal fucking statements and then uh, yep. i was like oh shit like i've been making beats for like two years like i can figure this out and then I finally just like started like going hard, like uploading and trying to figure out how to sell them. And I was like down to like, I had like $200 left. And then all of a sudden some kid bought like a unlimited rights. <laughs> Dang. I was like, damn, fucking just made $200 right there. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And that my, That's- my fucking, I was in, I was, I, I'm from boston area and i was in, i was living in florida with a couple of my buddies and like i mean the rent the rent was like ridiculously cheap but it was like 375 and then i had student loans car payment my bills were like 1500 bucks a month so like i had money saved and it dwindled all the way down to like 200 dollars left in my checking account and then i fucking went on tour with this with my bro cam meekins who actually bought a beat off you <laughs> like a while oh, really? ago <laughs> yeah like years ago um fucking he was on tour doing these shows with mike stud i don't know if you know him and uh i was like djing for him i was doing it on and off for like a few years so he paid me up front for the tour and then I, and then on the week of the tour is when i started like because we were just in a car all day driving around like that's how you spend the day on tours you're just driving and fucking i was just dming people all day and i made like I made $150 on unlimited rights and then $50 on like a wave lease that week. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I just made like $1,200 in a week. That's crazy. I was like freaking out. And, and then, then what, that, 
that just happens, right? Like you, you go forever and you're not making anything, and then all of a sudden, it happens. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit! Because up until that point, you're kind of doubting yourself. Like, I don't know, man. I'm putting all this time in, and like my checking account's getting lower and lower, and nothing's yeah, really yeah, happening. It's the like, worst fucking feeling on earth. But then that day comes, and it's like the best day ever. And you realize this is possible. And I think that I think what's important is to just get through those first ones. Because for me, it was it was a few different scenarios that I of like times where I didn't think something was going to happen. And then all of a sudden it happened. And it, it honestly came from, I played soccer in college. That, that was like the first part. Cause I was never really that good growing. I mean, I was good, but like compared to like other kids around in, in Massachusetts, I wasn't that good. And then when I got to college, I was like looking down my senior year. I was like, Jesus Christ, like all these kids that I wasn't playing over. I'm like way better than now because I just like, fucking put in the work for like seven years or whatever the fuck it was and now and i didn't even realize that time i wasn't even thinking about it until other things started happening until the beach thing started happening until this started happening and then you look back and you're like dude i used to look up to these fucking people in like music or in, in sports or whatever and then you kind of start passing people out and you start accomplishing things that you didn't think were going to happen at all and now moving forward at this point i've done so many little those little scenarios now i'm just like all right well i just this has happened before if i just keep going with this podcast if i just keep going with these fucking instagram videos these youtube videos if i just keep making fucking songs eventually things are gonna get better more people are gonna follow it and like it's just gonna fucking grow as long as you just keep going (laughs) yep that's the golden rule man the weirdest thing but you also have to like know what the fuck you're good at and like do things that you know you're good at yeah that that was i forget where it was i tried finding it multiple times but i couldn't find it but there was this youtube video i found way back in the day where it was on producing it was some dude shooting pool at a pool table if somebody can like knows what it is like (laughs) put in the comments or something because i'm trying to see this video again it might have been an artist he was like if you feel like quitting quit like seriously just quit because you having that drive to quit just means it's not for you and i think his end point was like i heard that and i'm like no fuck that i'm gonna keep doing this yeah i think that's the point but if you kind of if you get to a point where you feel seriously feel like quitting and it's just not for you it's not for you but something else is for you like that's the thing like i i wanted to be like a video game developer when i was a kid and i still kind of want to get more into like video editing and like coding and learn other things but music production and more on top of that like just running a business like running a brand like that's what i really love to do and that's why i stuck with it for so long and that's why it worked if i would have picked like coding or video editing as a profession like it might not have worked out because i like that's not you know what i was meant to do but anyway yeah the dude in the video is basically saying if you're doing something you feel like quitting quit don't waste your time you're gonna find the thing that you want to do um because if you're gonna be successful at anything like you just gotta you're gonna go through those hurdles and you just have to keep going like yeah because like dude like it's just like me with the fucking video editing like how fucking clutch did that come in you know what i mean i was doing music videos for so fucking long i've been editing videos since i was like like in middle school like i started editing videos in like 2000 like eight or something like my freshman year of high school or whatever and 
And then in college, I started filming random shit and just putting it together and like filming on top of editing is like filming is impossible. Like it takes so long to learn that you learn camera gear. And then this fucking YouTube niche started, started taking off. So I was like, all right, I just have to figure out how to put together like a beat making video that makes sense and like learn how to be on camera. Cause I'm fucking horrible on camera and just like, I had a, just a couple things to figure out. And now I'm fucking off to the races. <laughs> yeah. And that's what sets you apart from everyone else because, like, you're the guy with the super high quality videos and the super well edited videos on YouTube. Like, and that's, I think that's important for people, people to know, too. Like, it, everyone has, like, different strengths. Like, just, like, even if somebody's out there and they want to make a living off beats selling online or in the industry or whatever you don't have to have the best like nine times out of ten the, having the best beats like isn't going to get you anywhere like it's like we've been talking about this whole time it's your brand like what what are you going to do that's going to set you apart from everyone else yeah that's going to make people notice you and tune in um but yeah that's funny you mentioned like the video editing like when you're editing as a kid like i don't no one besides my brother knows this but like in middle school I was super nerdy and I edited I used to make like music videos of like Metal Gear Solid 2 gameplay footage and like Linkin Park and uh, like I was making like Grand Theft Auto Vice City stunt videos Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) and just doing all that stupid shit as a kid like I ended up learning Sony Vegas really young Yeah. Um, and I felt like in the very beginning that kind of helped me when I was doing my first videos but that was the first one I learned too it's just funny I was it's funny how those like things just kind of you do as a kid and they end up like coming full circle and it's part of you the nas- i was i was really good at like fifa and shit and like um i was always i think it started when i when i was playing like halo in middle school that was when i started being interested in like all the video editing shit because i'd always watch like the halo 2 montages and just be like mm-hmm. like how the fuck do they do those edits and then I was like, I need to figure out how to do this and got some like shitty capture card. And then at the time, once I figured out how to record my screen and all that, it was when it was like Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2 and uh, FIFA 10 were like the games that I was playing. So I made like the craziest fucking FIFA montages and just spent all day fucking editing it and, and all that. I just did it for fun for so long just because like. 2010 it was kind of just like what the fuck are you gonna do with that you know what i mean <laughs> there yeah. wasn't it wasn't like oh make a fucking twitch account or like upload it to youtube you can make money it was like some people knew about it obviously like the people knew about it but like um it was like a different world so i was just doing all that shit for fun yeah like back then like for people who weren't who were like kind of too young back then like 2010 and before then like twitch wasn't around there was justin.tv Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> so you could you could stream games but like there's no making money at it like you just did it for fun and maybe 20 people would tune in like yeah. um youtube you could make money off youtube but it was nowhere near where it's at right now just wasn't being, it wasn't as culturally i mean it's still not even that like culturally fucking aware aware i don't know what the fucking word is for it but like people weren't very aware of that at all like that was like that was like foreign if you if someone was making money on the internet right like it was not through youtube and now that's like the main like i guess kids coming up in elementary school on like uh career day or whatever day it's called like they 
they say they want to be a YouTuber when they grow up. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, their right. thing now is, like, being a YouTuber or, like, an Instagram fucking influencer. It's crazy, dude. And I People feel like, too, sorry, my bad. Fucking no, no, with, with all the, uh, this is all the fucking ratings. I always say Kyle interrupts everyone. On the <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, like, one person. But, um, fucking, <laughs> now I forget what I was going to say. Uh, oh, yeah, because, like, and it's like me with the video editing there's i guarantee you there's there's gonna be people or maybe it's already happening and there's gonna be people that learn how to make beats and music and then end up being this person who makes these great youtube videos or be someone who opens a business or be someone who creates this great brand and they can just like write all the music for their fucking commercial or write all the or uh, compose all the music for their short movie that they're making for YouTube or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like that same type of skill. But what were you going to say? Uh, I don't remember. But it is crazy how, yeah, like how I was doing like those Vice City videos and you were doing those Halo videos and that intern helped us like edit our videos. I, I totally get what you're saying. Like people learning how to make beats now like is going to help them later in life like kids now is going to help them later in life when they get in the career and somehow being able to make music is going to help them like that's that's going to be their leg up in terms of their their brand or getting hired or whatever like it's crazy especially now like with all the youtube tutorials and like it's just weird to think about man like when i grew up like there was nothing not to sound old but i mean like there was the internet but how you old are really, you how old are you i'm 27 Word. Yeah, I'm about to turn 27 in two in a week and a half. June 12th, so you, baby. <laughs> so you remember back in the day, you had those AOL like discs that you'd put in, and like you'd have the AOL trial, and you can connect online. But there was really not much, like yeah, chat rooms and shit. <laughs> yeah, and now it's it's just insane, bro. Kids are growing up with iPads, like that's all they've ever known. To the fucking know? so like when. I, w- I was, like, in tune with the internet. I mean, you t- you probably were, too, but, like, at a, at a young age. And, like, because now, now, like, there's a lot of people. I mean, the producers, for example, you can pretty much, you could find a fucking tutorial for anything now. And, like, same with, like, a lot of other niches. But, like, in 2008, we'll say, if something was wrong. And, like, dude, <laughs> you know what's funny with the videos is, like, in 2000 around that time where i started making videos is like there was such a fucking change going on with like quality and stuff like that like dude every every six like it went from being it went from being square pixels you know what i mean like the dimensions the ratio was like a square ratio on Mm -hmm. your on your tv it was like a box it was like a thousand by a thousand was like the the pixels and then it went to like widescreen so it was like 720 by fucking or like what is it 1280 by 720 and then that's like 720p and then it went to 1080p or whatever then it was like 1080i and then 1080p and that shit was like all changing within like a couple years so i was looking up tutorials and like best render settings for sony vegas on youtube and just like (laughs) it would have the worst fucking tutorials too because it was just so new like oh yeah the the notepad tutorials i couldn't figure out how to make beats because I just there was just was no video on how to set it up, like I didn't know what I didn't know what like 
uh, DAW, DAWs were. I didn't know those were a thing. Like I had this keyboard in my house and I knew it had like a MIDI, had like a USB thing on the back for like MIDI, but I just didn't know where to even fucking start. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would have made, I would have started making beats at like 14 if that was the case. Like, yeah. It's it's, uh, my brother actually i forgot i totally forgot about this my cousin um was kind of like a he was a rapper and he made his own beats like back when i was in middle school so this was like 2004 five um yeah i'd go hang out at my grandma's house he lived there at the time and he was making beats on fl i guess it was fruity loops back then um it must have been i don't know four whatever it was and at the time it just didn't interest me at all but yeah i just i just imagine like what if i actually did pick up that at that age like where i'd be at now you know that'd be an extra almost 10 years of did you have a moment where you were like when when you kind of started messing around and fucking what was the first thing you said you used sony acid yeah i've never even heard of that i don't think but like did, did you get to a moment where you're like oh shit like I might be good at this. Yeah, it was. Um, I started out. I wanted to. I was really into like Flying Lotus and Jay Dilla at the time, yeah. and like No Saj thing. And I just wanted to be more like a producer artist. Um, kind of just put out instrumental music. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what like initially got me into it, and then uh, I started listening to more like like Wiz Khalifa and like Waka Flocka and like at the time and realizing at the time i was like i can make these beats this is easy and then uh, a buddy of mine was like then do it like stop talking about it just do it yeah and that's that's what made me a focus on instead of making creative quote unquote instrumental music i started making more like contemporary like beats that an artist could go on and i remember i made this one specific beat one time it was a remix of a I forget the name of the name. I think it was called Forever by Drake, and it had like Eminem on it. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I made a remix to that song with the acapella, and then I took the acapella out and realized like the beat that I made sounded like it could be in like a Nike commercial or something. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like, I don't know what I, I just got super lucky, but that beat was like super hard out of nowhere. And I'm like, I'm, I could do this. Like, I could do this, like, seriously, full time. Like, not full time, but it just made me like, realize yeah, my you, potential you know yeah your fucking ideas your brain started sparking ideas yeah fucking i remember i was in this computer lab i kind of got a late start to making beats i was like almost 20 i was like 19 um and i was in this computer lab and there's like five people in there there's just some random kid that me and me and my three friends just randomly went there and there's some other kid that they knew i didn't really know him that well and he was like making this beat and there was this actually like cool little like obviously like looking back right now it's probably trash but like there's this cool little riff that he kind of did but it was just like the timing was all fucking off like it was just simple simple ass melody a couple drums and a snare and like you know when things are just hitting at the right time and this the riff should have been at the end of the fucking pattern and it was like in the middle and i was like no no you gotta do this like i didn't know him so i was kind of like leaving it there for a second i didn't really want to like fucking interrupt this yeah. thing and i was like no no you gotta you gotta do this i like he like he like let me listen to it i was like dude you should move this here and i moved that down to the right and it was just way better and just like i was like at that moment that like he couldn't hear that but i could hear it and it was just like 
and just like little things like that were I don't know. And I had this weird music class in high school where you can kind of just like people are trying to make music, but like I don't know, you just kind of kind of tell when you know what sounds better more than even though you can't really express what you're trying to make because you're not good enough at it yet. Um, right. You're not skilled on the program and shit, but I don't know. Yeah, like senior year of high school, like right before I graduated, I had this multimedia class where we did like, we just shot videos and learned how to edit them in Final Cut. Yeah. Um, and I'd literally make videos as fast as I could and just get them done, like half-ass them so I could work in GarageBand because they had GarageBand installed <laughs> on all the computers and in the computer lab. Um, and I totally forgot about this too. This is super random, but somehow somebody somehow... In your school, did you have like, did your teachers have like a, a drive on the network specifically for them? Um, what do you mean, like a? So like we there'd be this network drive that every computer could get to, and then there was every single teacher at the school they had their own like specific drive on the network. Um, so someone installed Halo on <laughs> like the wood shop teachers like hard drive right where the that dude doesn't use his drive at all it was always empty nobody checked it but somebody would install halo on it and then somehow we were able to like play halo in that same multimedia class um like me and like a, i think seven other people were playing halo one day and when we had a substitute that shit was so fun that's amazing you know what i just thought of when you said that there used to be so i didn't have a good enough computer to edit videos and like I had a laptop that was like so my my apartment got robbed in college, right? And I lost my I got my MacBook stolen, and that's actually how I started ended up. That's how I ended up making beats because my MacBook got stolen, and like GarageBand was whack. So then I started making beats on FL Studio because I got a PC. My mom bought me a PC for like two hundred dollars, but like the thing wasn't that great. So if I wanted to edit like a video, like. I don't know. I was just making this random video or something. And it was just like so glitchy. And I was like, all right, fuck this. And I was using Sony Vegas. So what I used to do, because you can't install things on like school computers. So I used to get the portable version of Sony Vegas. I don't know what that even means. But like it was this thing where if you downloaded it, you wouldn't have to like install it. So I could just download it onto any computer and just and just fucking start up Sony Vegas on any single computer. Cause I was always trying to like, I was always trying to do things like, were you ever trying to like hack into fucking like school computers and shit? And oh, like, yeah. I had such an ambition for just like trying to like, trying to like do interesting things like that on computers that like other people couldn't really figure out. Yeah. I, in fact, it's funny you say that I got my first copy of Photoshop. Somebody brought it to school on a USB drive and put it on the, on that school network. And I yeah. brought my USB stick, and that's how I got my first copy of Photoshop. It was a portable version. Unreal. Oh, yeah, portable version. That's unreal. Yeah, I remember there was this trick that I used to do with uh, fucking, I was about to say Minecraft Minesweeper, where I forget what the hell you would do. It's, it's like we'll be, we'd all be in the computer lab, and everyone would just be fucking around on Minesweeper just because that was the only thing to do. And... Um, there was this little trick that you could do that you press like you hold held like control and shift and press like Y three times or something like that. And the pic like one pixel in the top left corner, 
if you went over a mine, it would turn into a white pixel. So it went from black to white. I don't know how the hell this works. Oh, whoa. But like it was just little things like that I used to be obsessed with. And people were like, dude, how the fuck are you doing that? I put it on the hardest level, like 99 mines or whatever it was. And I just perfectly go through the whole thing. And I'd be like, I'd be like doing it so funny. I'd be like, you know what? I don't really want to click that one. And just like going around, <laughs> just like perfectly doing the whole thing. I was always obsessed with like little things like that on like computers. I was just Should've obsessed with com- I know, right? <laughs> I, sh- I was just obsessed with computers in general. And I think that's like, I feel like you're probably the same way. That's why I was able to like figure out how to make websites and, and shit like that. And just, I don't know. Yep. Yeah. I was the same way. Like I, I, I grew up on a computer basically like, um, my first, like the first PC the family had, um, my dad built and we played, we would play like half-life on there and he learned Dreamweaver back in the day and that's how he used to make his website and that's what I learned on, um, and then yeah so i pretty much grew up on the computer just learning different things learning how to edit video make websites uh photoshop um all this stuff and which coming back full circle that's just all stuff that ended up helping me out yeah i was gonna say like a lot of producers like have to learn how to how to do that shit. i feel like people are so eager to 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 get started and like fucking yeah let's get this money like let's lease these beats but like you got to figure out how to, first of all, make good beats, mix them, like be a producer, be a beat maker, engineer, design a website, like do all this shit that just takes forever to like figure out. Um, Cause you have to be like, you have to be like super resourceful as a producer, especially like, I don't know, making a website like that shit. You, that took me so long to figure out. Yep. When you, when you can only do it. Well, no, when I was making my first website for Beats, it was past this point, but I remember like those Dreamweaver sites, that was all HTML. Like you had to like, yeah, really know what you were doing. Yeah. I was doing WordPress, but it was still just like some HTML. (laughs) Yeah. Even WordPress back in the day, like was pretty hard because back then, like there was no crazy templates like there is now. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that was like, I think when I started taking beats a little more serious, the, t- the templates got better, luckily enough for me. But I was making websites before that, just like trying different things like apps and fucking stuff like that. Um, I want to talk about some producer shit. What the fuck can we talk about? I should have did a Q&A or something. <laughs> what do you think the biggest problem is right now for like fucking producers coming up? The biggest problem is neglecting not music theory, but just having a general understanding of what music should sound like. And I don't mean like this is good, this is bad. I just mean like this is how chord structure works. Um, These are how chord progressions work. That's something I'd never learned. um, And I always put it off. And I feel like my beats have always suffered for them until recently when I started playing guitar. I kind of had to learn like what chords work and what scale and like how to change keys without it sounding weird. Um, Because a lot of people are making beats and it's just like, it's cool, but like, it's just the same thing. Like they're either, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Like I feel like there is a tight beat. My brother actually said this the other day and I totally agree with it. It's, it's, 
there's like this tight beat sound and it's always <laughs> the same it's like in a vacuum like there's it's just constantly constantly perpetuates itself and like I didn't notice it until I stopped making beats online and I was working with artists directly and like sending beats out for artists and then I'd listen back to like the beats I used to upload compared to what I'm making now it's like oh those are bad like there's just musically there's nothing there yeah yeah there's like a well it's because like you're kind of tailoring it to um like a lot of producers who are selling beats are kind of tailoring it to as many people as possible right like they don't want to make this specific ass sound that two people are going to buy if they find even if they find it they want to make a template that's like suits the most amount of people you know what i mean so that makes like, sense they're, yeah they're they're just playing it and like you can just kind of start mumbling shit like right away or whatever and just like kind of start thinking of like different cadences and shit yeah um, yeah no i definitely agree um yeah i feel like it comes back to the thing like we were talking about earlier we're just like on paper it looks correct but like listening to it you're just kind of just like i don't know just doesn't really fucking excite you or or whatever i did like a membership for a while for like three months where it was just like this thing where i'll listen to your beats and critique them um and like a big problem was just like they would make chords and they were all in the right scale like the drums were hitting fine everything was just hitting good but it just like i don't know it just wasn't you know what i mean it just wasn't it whatever they were like it just wasn't that fucking sound that you you wanted it and it was cool and it like made sense but like something was just a little like off even though nothing was off you know what i mean i don't know yeah it's just like figuring out that that's i that i made a video about that the other day because i just sat there with like barely any edits and just made melodies for fucking like the whole video i just made like four melodies and i was like trying to figure out what is that that makes a melody actually good because like and i think it's just developing an ear you know what i mean listening to music fucking making music and listening to music making music and listening again and making again just whatever yeah exactly no that's that's another good point is developing that ear um like if anyone out there is like making beats right now and they're not happy with how the beats sound like that's a good thing because you know the beats bad so that that kind of means you know what a good beat sounds like um it's tough it's tough like writing the balance between like developing your own sound but also like making beats that will sell or that will get placed yeah it's different it's a different game yeah because even when i was i put out fucking two songs right now and i have a bunch other ones that i'm making and like the beat gets restructured like fucking 20 different times after I record vocals down and there's like so many different like post-production versions of it um so it would be so weird I mean it definitely like people people do it and it works but like I I think like it would be hard for me to just like make a beat export it as like a wave and then just fucking record some shit to it even if it was perfectly structured like I don't know. I feel like that post-production and just like back and forth is like what the creation is. Yeah, I agree with you. Like a lot of times, um, like when I was working with Trevor Daniel, um, when I I came down, before I moved down to LA, I came down to visit for like two weeks at a time. And one of those times Trevor was there, it's like the, it was like the first, uh, 
um, couple weeks that he became part of the team, um, me and him would stay up till like six in the morning from like midnight to six. Everyone else went to bed, and that was kind of our time where we could sit down in the living room at the Internet Money House and like work on stuff. And instead of, we quickly realized instead of me working on something from scratch and him writing to it, what ended up making like the coolest songs was when he'd go back and find really old acapellas. Um, he'd send me the acapella and then we'd make the beat around the vocals. Yeah, that's And it turned, it turned out so much better because I don't know why, but just adding the vocals as part of the production process just for me is always so much more comfortable than coming up with something from scratch. I fucking like, I've told fucking artists to like that. That's like, I don't know. The, the beat just comes out better like that like i've i i used to that was something i did too to get better at making beats was i would just take tupac instrumentals or acapellas and just put it down like whatever bpm it was and build a beat around it because your your melodies and your drums don't get in the way of the fucking artist you know what i mean you build around the artist so you're never going to get in the way because like the stuff is already there um yeah that's lit that's dope. Yeah. I didn't even think about that because, like, fucking people that sing make acapellas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's where I started. Like, before I started selling beats, I was doing this side project called Vestige where I was just doing, like, EDM kind of trap stuff. And a lot of times I'd do remixes for songs. And that's I think that's where I got comfortable with working with acapellas. Like, it's it's a good tip for anyone, like, that wants to... Maybe if you have beat block, like, that would be a good way to just find an acapella yeah, yeah. of a song that you like and make a beat around it. And then take the acapella out and then make your own original song. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's probably and then once you have your vocals, then you're going to want to change it even more. But that's how, like, <laughs> the best stuff comes out. Yeah. What do you think your, like, main focus is right now? Do you think it's building with someone like Trevor? Do you think it's finding your own artist? Do you think it's getting placed in some bigger artists and studios? Or, like, what are your what are your priorities right now? Right now, I'm really just focused on like improving the just improving my sound in terms of whether that's loops or like beats as a whole. I'm just really trying to like have fun with it um, and just make better music in general. Um, I am focusing more on videos. I just I bought a camera and a lens and a microphone and all that, and I'm I'm focusing yeah, on more, I think doing I saw more that tutorials. On your Instagram or something, right? Yeah. yeah. That that was real. That was really expensive, <laughs> and it was kind of like what a leap of faith. What kind of camera did you buy? It was a Sony A7R Mark II. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got the A7S Mark II. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Solid. Do you have the thirteen or the sixteen? What is it? Thirteen to thirty-five millimeter. Uh, do you have a Sony lens? I have like a. I have two Canon lenses with like a EF adapter thing or whatever it is. Oh yeah, yeah. I got this because I, I had like because I was using a Canon 6D for a while. That's the one I filmed the Internet Money vlog on was the Canon 6D. Oh really? Yeah. Man, I st- I'm still I'm still sorry I didn't I didn't come out when you were here. Um, when I came out to LA for that first time, like I was having some weird anxiety issues that kind of led to panic attacks, and like I'd have the more panic attacks I'd have, the more anxiety I would have, and it would just kind of like perpetuate itself. Damn, what the um, fuck? That's crazy. Yeah, why, so at why that do you time, think that was? Was that just like? I think it was. I never realized it because I always lived in a suburb, like kind of secluded. But I think I've always had like social anxiety. Yeah. Um, 
and it never came out until I like sold everything and moved out here um, and kind of put everything not on the line, but it was like, okay, you're in LA, like you got to get out to these sessions and like meet these people and do all this work. I think it just like, I wasn't ready at the time. Yeah. Um, and eventually I feel I that it. dude. Like that's a big reason why I'm just like, I'm the fucking same way, dude. Like I, I was going to film a music video for my, for one of my songs and just like, dude, the day before and on the day, you're like, it's not even while everything is happening. It's kind of like, it's kind of like before everything's happening, and you're like getting up to leave, and you're just like, dude, like, why did I fucking, why did I fucking do this? Like, I just want to fucking stay home. I'm gonna go to the gym and want to eat my fucking three meals. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah. I'm just like, I don't want. And I'm like such a, I, I have great fucking social skills, and I like being around people, but like. I'm just like, oh, can I go out and fucking work with these people? And just like, I don't know. It's just like, it just like takes me out of my comfort zone. And then I get there and I'm like, oh, this is like, I want to do this every single day. But like, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's like a weird thing. So I the buildup is the worst. Yeah, I feel that. That's how but, I used to uh, get with uh, my music videos, dude. Like, filming music videos for people. I'd be like, oh, I don't want to fucking deal with these fucking people right now. Like, yeah, go in there. I'd be like, all right, I need this fucking $400. Like, I just have to do it. And then the, when I would be leaving, I'd be like, nah, we're good. We got all the clips. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like trying exactly. to get the fuck out of there. Oh, it's funny. But yeah, man, this camera, I just decided to spend way too much. That would kind of motivate me to actually make videos. Do you got on Amazon? Yeah. Or no, wait, no. Sorry, I went to Best Buy and bought everything in person. Oh, true. But A7 I still need to buy all the lighting and everything. Yeah, that's like it's fifteen hundred for the camera, and then the yep. lens is fucking another billion dollars. Yeah, I think the lens is like eleven hundred. Then the mic, and then the tripod, and the SD card, yeah. and the SD card reader, and not even done yet like i said i need to get lights i need to get yeah the a7s is fucking more money the the fucking um the light the iso is like so good on that shit though right yeah, yeah. i guess sony cameras are really good at shooting in low light i just low light yeah out, that's why like, i got the a7s mark ii um yeah because of the low light in 4k i remember i did a video with chucky beats we did like a video collab thing mm-hmm. and uh he had a 4k camera and then i was i was like basically what we did is just like i was like he made the melody and he took a video of him making the melody so i switched over to his studio in fucking belgium of him making the melody and, I, and then i switched back to mine and when i was editing i was like fuck why is this like so, why does this look so much cleaner like i just because you don't really know when you're just looking at your own footage the whole time right and then i texted him i was like yo you got a 4k camera and then i started like taking i was like I need a 4K camera. And the low lighting, dude, With it just gives a whole... You have way more options to, like, yeah. how to film shit. Change my life with the low lighting. And now the biggest problem is, like, I can't really efficiently edit 4K video. Like, my computer kind of chugs along when I'm in Premiere yeah, Pro. Yeah, you, you need some fucking... You need a solid graphics card and, like, more RAM. That's, like, the yeah. two big things. Um, and an SSD... If you if you have like your main drive is like an SSD, I don't know what the fuck you have, but um, like I have all my videos on an SSD and like all my 
everything actually on this this computer is SSD. So like when you're exporting and rendering files, it's fucking uh, a lot faster. Yeah. Like I, like I export a 15 minute video today in like 30 minutes, like 20 minutes. Damn. I'd usually take like two hours. I think I, I think also too I need to just get into the preferences and like change the scratch disks and like optimize all that. Yeah. Um. Do you think you'd want to be like someone on camera and shit, fucking vlogging? Like, what? Do, what do you think you want to do? I do. I want to. I want to specifically make. What I'm trying to do is find that balance between like a tutorial video, but also entertaining, right? Yeah. Because the tutorials of like how to make your drums hit and like how unless to make chords. Fi- yeah, unless you find some shit that's like, like. I'm sure you could probably think of something with all your fucking experience. Like, you know, a lot of shit. Um, like I've occasionally had things where it's like things are not touched on or like certain things are not touched on. That would be good titles for videos that you kind of do. But like a lot of tutorials are already like out there. Yeah. And it's just, it's some of them can just be so boring. Like I'd, I'd look oh, back to my horrible. old tutorials <laughs> and they're just like so dry. I take myself too seriously. Like, it's not yeah. fun. So I'm, I'm trying to find now that balance between like tutorial, like first of all, find something entertaining, but also incorporate like tutorial within it so people can learn something while, you know, being entertained. But I do want to bring back streams at some point. Um, I tried vlogging. I like literally the first day about this camera. I tried vlogging. I was walking down the hallway of my apartment. I was going to Taz's <laughs> new apartment and I'm like recording myself and I start saying like, what's good on the way to Taz's? And I'm like, nah, I can't do it. I can't, I, I, I'm sure I'll be able to develop it, but right now I can't talk yeah, to my camera it's a, in, in it is public. A, it is such a fucking weird thing to develop. Dude, even me, like when I'm in, I'm just, I don't know. I'm like, I've been in this, I've been in my fucking house every day vlogging so like once you get away from you kind of just like whenever i'm in public i kind of get a little fucking nervous sometimes when i haven't been like out a lot with my camera i kind of just like it feels new and it feels weird but even with the talking to the camera thing dude at first it's so weird and you're like oh this is so weird like that's what i fuck i mean you're like that's what i look like and sound like and all this shit (laughs) and you're like trying to you're trying to figure it out um, this is me in Florida. That's when I first started making them. And then at the time, you're like, oh, my God, this is so fucking weird. And I was just putting them out just to put them out. And now looking back on it, I'm so used to, like, how I sound and how I look and everything. I'm like, oh, it wasn't even that weird. Like, I'm just, like, I'm just, I was just being so weird. You kind of have to figure out what your, like, on-camera persona is. Right. Because, like, I've, w- I've went through stages where at first it was really fucking dull and, like, whatever. And then it was like way too fucking hyped about everything. Just like, yo, what is up, everybody? Like fucking <laughs> way too much. And now I feel like I have a good middle ground where I'm kind of just being myself. Cause like, like you got to think about with with your homies. Like, if you're seeing your fucking home, cause like, cause I think I got to a point where I was being super energetic every video. So I was like, dude, like, what the fuck is this? I'm being way too like energetic and hyped up like that's not me so the next three videos i was like way too not hyped up and i was just thinking like dude if i was like like you think about you seeing your friends or your homies or whatever like after not seeing them for a day you're like yo what's good bro like fucking hyped to see them so i was like 
all right, well, I just need to kind of like think like that. So like a lot of times, at the, some, well, not a lot of times, but sometimes at the beginning of the video, I'm hyped because like fucking you guys are fucking coming back to watch the video. Like, let's get it. Comp right. beats, new video. And then like, I think I've reached a point where I'm a lot better at being myself. It sounds weird, but that's why I tell everyone that's starting to film videos. Just like you have to figure out how to be yourself on camera. It's just the weirdest yeah. thing. Exactly. And and you can tell when somebody's like being fake too, especially your own self. Like you can tell like that's not what I'm yeah. like. Like why am I doing that? But other I think people you can do it, dude. It too. I believe in you. Like when I saw you fucking posting that on Instagram where you posted it, I was I, I feel like you could do it. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. You can do it. It's 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 a lot of fun too. It's fun like not taking yourself so serious and just having fun with the whole thing, you know? Yeah. Like, and it makes it more personable too. Like, people aren't like, I used to try to like appear knowledgeable or cool or whatever on video, and like, what the fuck ever, dude. I look how I look, you know. I sound yeah. how I sound. Like, just be yourself, and like, people are gonna naturally gravitate towards you. So, hundred percent. Yeah, you just gotta go fucking all walls down. Just like, there's so much fucking shit that I do that people point out, but it's just like, whatever. <laughs> I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like. Just being yourself and whatever happens, happens. Just keep fucking going. <laughs> yep. And it's lit too. Like fucking, um, I don't know. I remember watching JR Hitmaker um, posted some random studio vlogs. That's actually why I made my first studio vlog. And it was literally just his camera on a fucking tripod just making beats. And the beats were like dope. And it just like yeah. felt like you were in this studio with him. Just make it beats, and that's kind of like what I modeled my very first ones, like in 2016. After, um, were you were you that dude that always liked watching like studio footage on YouTube? Um, yeah, kind of. What do you mean? Just like, like, like I was so obsessed when I first started, especially when I first started out. Like, I just wanted to watch like, like Ryan Leslie videos and shit. I now nah, I hot take. I always thought Ryan Leslie was kind of corny, like, <laughs> but like like Johnny Giuliano would put up like oh yeah videos of himself making beats and like I'd watch those over and over constantly and like I don't know it's just a bunch of like studio footage behind the scenes people in the studio making beats yeah it's like but, the raw fucking clips dude of just like it's like the raw clips of just like being in the studio was just so cool to me yeah you know like these dudes are like these bros are just pulling up in the fucking studio fucking hanging out making beats and like i don't know that was just so cool to me just like just like the raw fucking experience of it um just like that whole thing like that's what i'm trying to capture it's just like i don't know fucking just like being around it more and just obviously it's youtube so you gotta play the game a little bit like you can't if I want to upload 15 videos a month, like I can't just do the same fucking videos every day. And it's just me here. Like I'm here with my mom, sister and like, I can't fucking build a team right now or anything like of people that are going to be my videos. So right. I'm just fucking here filming <laughs> every single fucking day. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's, that's exactly what you need to be doing you know like that's that's i feel like that's how you've gotten to where you are right where you're at right now and how you're gonna like i don't know propel I, myself I, to the next level. yeah <laughs> yeah 
Hey, you know, that's what I tell myself every day. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, dude, like, I want a fucking million. My goals are I just want a million subscribers. I want 100,000 views every time I post a video. I want a clothing line. I want my music to be making, like, my Spotify to be making, like, six figures a year. Just the Spotify and just, like, create an entire brand kind of around kyle beats that's kind of just like its own fucking entity i really like the way like people like russ and just like obviously nipsey hustle and shit like kind of built their whole thing just like nice and slow you know yeah just like fucking longevity you know what i mean just like so i post all these all these videos and just put all this work in and just like I have videos that I know aren't going to do that good. You know what I mean? I'm not hitting for bangers every single day, but just like, I know that just like having that connection with everyone listening right now. And even this podcast, fucking no one's really doing a podcast and like, they're not, it's not like the podcast is fucking blowing up. It's just everyone that watches my YouTube videos that are fucking true fans. Listen to this, but I know that it's just like helping people out and i really like doing it i can fucking connect with people like you and whoever else and i don't know it's cool it's cool man you get to like it's cool just being a part of this and like like you said it's just a it's just a conversation like we're getting to know each other but also like it's just fun to like talk about especially things that like coming up as a producer like you feel like there's a lot of isolation and a lot of just like (laughs) long hours by yourself and then when you start to like you know talk to people you're like oh you did that too for years yep okay it's just like an understanding that you know we have like you know between producers it's yeah cool. i was telling that to someone i forget who i was telling that to but just like when i went to the internet money house and it was just like i don't know it's just like everyone fucking i was like this is like people around me or these people are like similar to me <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like, just like um i was with farrah weiss and uh formerly known as Kuntash <laughs> boy band yep. and we were just like making beats filmed the video fucking oh yeah I always forget the fucking Farrah Weiss your brother Henry yep um, probably weird hearing me say Farrah Weiss <laughs> it's funny there's a couple of people he, like friends he hasn't really left that call him Farrah and it's kind of like huh like it's just weird when people like in real life call him that I've known him for a dude, while dude I went but. to the house bro and I went to the house and I and like when you go there it's just like because you see you're online and everyone's just like tweeting at people and like whatever and then you go there and and people are just calling each other their real names i'm like yep it's just once you get there you're kind of seeing it like behind the scenes rather than just seeing everything online and like it was like who the fuck is zero (laughs) yeah (laughs) like what do you mean zero is gonna fucking get the door for me who the fuck is that and Henry, Zero and Henry, I was like, who the fuck are these people? Like, <laughs> I don't know who that is. Which is Farrah Weiss and fucking boy band, Kuntash. And I was just like so lost for like a second. That was my moment of just like, fuck, why did I come here? <laughs> How did you like your trip to LA? It was lit, dude. I was, I was like there on just like, my mentality going there was just like fucking content overload. These, these studio videos are getting dull. I need to go to LA and just get some fucking content. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, but it was fun. My trip was, I got to the internet money house that, that first night and Taz was telling me that I could sleep there. And, um, I was like, oh, I already got an Airbnb. 
And I was like, fuck it, I'll just go there a day early and sleep there. Like, for one night, just to fucking sleep there. And then, um, so I slept there that night. I woke up, and Henry and Kuntash, boy band, were fucking, were there. A lot of people weren't there. And, um, we made a beat. Just fucking hung out and talked for a second. Just talked about shit. And then I went to my Airbnb. Fucking later that day. Uh... The next day, I hung out with fucking, I hung out with my and Ramzoid, and we made a video, and just like chilled, and just met a couple, my bro Cam fucking lives there, so I was hanging out with him for a little bit, and just like vlogging, and just fucking making videos, I filmed three videos, and then met up with like Aries and Ramzoid the next day, and just fucking went shopping, and rode birds around, fucking, right on. That was it. Just fucking making videos and just meeting up with people. That's kind of how it is out here. Like, before I moved out here, before I even visited LA, I just imagined, like, spectacular things happen every day. And then you get here, and it's just like, you just chill. Like, there's a lot of people here, but... Yeah, I've been there before. Like, that was, like, my third time there. So, but that was my first time there as Kyle Beats, so it was, like, way different. I was just there alone, you know, figuring out my own shit. And other times i was there like fucking as kyle dj <laughs> 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 fucking um just like kind of just like what are we doing today you know like <laughs> like yeah whatever um but yeah it was interesting it was interesting because like i don't have a team or anything you know it's just me solo dolo so i was like i got there and i was like damn what the fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just realize you're just fucking alone like out here yeah, just like I was just up in the hills, fucking like way up there, just like alone as fuck. Yeah, I, I remember feeling that when I first moved out here too. It's a weird feeling, but you get used to it. I don't know. <laughs> so where um, do, where do you live now? I'm out. I'm in I'm in Boston area still, like right outside of Boston. Um, we got a house like be my sister, and my mom, my sister's boyfriend. Um, just like taking care of my mom. She like broke her leg a while ago, so we used it as an opportunity. Like during one of her seizures, she like fractured her leg, which is unfortunate. Um, this is like six months ago now, so we used the opportunity to like get a uh, get a house together, me and my sister, and which had like one, which had a floor that like you could get it, you could get into the house without going up any stairs, which is what we needed at the time. Yeah. So now we're all here together, which is easier because, like, me and my sister take care of my mom. Um, but, yeah, fucking, that's it. It's I mean, it's weird because, like, fucking, I don't need to, I'm at a point where it's just, like, I don't need to live with my mom and my sister and her boyfriend, you know what I mean? But it's just, like, I'm just, I'm just, uh, that's the sacrifice that I'm making <laughs> yeah. for the greater good of my fucking mother. Yeah, like, no, I I totally respect you for doing that. And like before I moved out to LA, my brother, me, and my mom and dad lived together in the house that I bought. Even before then, we all lived together. And it, at first, it was like, like I moved out on my own. And then when they moved back in, it was like this is kind of not weird. I mean, I love my parents, but it's just like it feels like I never moved out. But yeah, um, it's just something you kind of like. I got past, and I I actually really miss it. Like. I you know twenty seven year old man I don't care to 
admit that I liked living with, you know, my parents. It was nice to be close to them, you know? Yeah, I just listen to a lot of Gary Vee. It just calms me down, and I just go, be patient, little boy. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Be patient. I'm a, I'm a child, according to fucking Gary Vee. Yeah, Actually, I just... Before, before the go podcast, ahead, sorry, you asked me if I was listening to any podcasts, and I don't really, but uh, I forgot to mention, yeah, Gary Vee. Like, whenever I... My parents live in Napa now, so whenever I drive to Napa and back, like, I'll put on... Um, Usually it's just random stuff, but I remember one time I put on Gary Vee and I really liked his uh, podcast. What he had to say. Yeah, where do you, so where do you, you said you live like near the near that old Internet Money House that is now vacant, right? <laughs> yeah, I live I live uh, basically just a couple blocks from where it is, um, and then uh, oh. yeah, I like it here. The spot I'm in right now, I'm not in the thick of it. Like I'm in kind of like the suburb area. Right? I think Henry was telling me about a little bit about. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah um it's like we could go north and then we're in like burbank like even more suburby area or we could go south and we're in hollywood but it's like perfectly nestled between like all the chaos so we're not in the thick of anything you know yeah so how do you feel about this here's my idea i want to fucking live like an hour outside of la and i want to get a house for like i don't know like depending on where the fuck my money situation is at like maybe like 2800 to three grand a month which gets you like a fucking five bedroom house (laughs) like yeah um you can put a studio in it so you can write a bunch of it off and then just fucking live out there and if i needed to come in and like collab or like do whatever i can just come into la i think you could do that i think that was my thought process in the beginning Uh, the reason i didn't go for that is because i i thought originally I mean, like, I do have to be in L.A. Um, for a lot of stuff. Um, so, for me, it'd be constantly back and forth in traffic. Um, I think I, I think you'd, you could find a spot. You're not going to find a five-bedroom for three grand in L.A. <laughs> nah, I need to, like... So, like, here's my, here's my thing, right? I need a fucking house. I need it to be... I don't want to be in the fucking chaos. But, like, unless I'm trying to buy a million-dollar house... I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Like the next step after that is getting a fucking million dollar house in like Calabasas or something. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. So like for right now I could get a fucking dope ass house an hour outside of LA. Cause people don't, a lot of people can't fucking, it's like the people that live in the places I'm living in are like people that are, uh, are that I'm living in that I'm trying to, that I'm looking at. Are people who commute to like San Diego and shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like, right. Like fucking Temecula or like Murrieta or whatever. Yeah, I think if you went south, that would work. Because I know if you go north from where we're at, it's like all the rich like Calabasas and like yeah, um, I forget the other place. But then like it's kinda, past you go that, past that is kind of strange though, right? It's kind of like yeah, it's just cow shit town. Like yeah, nothing. exactly. Yeah. Same in uh. Same thing in uh, GTA fucking San Andreas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sandy um, Shores. Yeah, fucking. But yeah, I was thinking like something like that. And then just like, I don't know, man. Like then just fucking the balls in my court, I guess. Because like, I just like, I just, I, I've been looking around. Like I lived in Florida. I like just waking up, getting my fucking coffee, eating. I cook all my meals, eating my nice eggs and veggies, breakfast, nice healthy breakfast drinking coffee doing some work hitting the gym eating lunch coming home and just like i don't know like the majority of my life is just like under my complete control 
like the right. even in where i live right now it's like it's like i can see boston from from the deck that i'm at it's like it's like it's like less than 15 minutes from boston it's like 10 minutes and you're in the little cities out in little cities that are technically boston and little towns um so like once five o'clock hits it's like fucking traffic and shit you know what i mean it's just like mm-hmm. i fucking just hate being too close to people but i can't be in the middle of fucking nowhere so like i need that like middle ground i feel like i don't know yeah i i i thought that like before i moved out to la i was scared to like go on the freeway i always avoided it At one hand really? like i always had <laughs> sh- yeah i always had shitty cars like i drove a 1990 geo prism that like barely worked yeah it's it's bad it didn't have airbags like so like and it wasn't fast at all. I think that was part of the reason why I was scared to go on the freeway. But just in general, I just didn't like driving um, that much. And then you move out here and there's so many people and there's traffic and there's like just crazy yeah. people. And you kind of get used to it pretty quick, actually. Like I was surprised at how fast I adapted to like everything. Um, yeah, I like fucking driving in Boston is it's like the worst place you can fucking drive when it comes to just like drivers apparently i mean i don't know i'm fucking used to it but like everyone's just zooming around fucking everywhere and um the roads are absolutely garbage like literally at any point in the the day like la traffic is bad when you la traffic is the worst obviously when you calculate how much there is you know what Mm -hmm. i mean there's so many there's no public transportation there's just so many different roads but like the main ro- the main highway that goes into Boston, which is 93, literally like at all fucking times there's like three lanes because <laughs> yeah. Boston's so fucking old. There's like three goddamn lanes and it's just con- it's like constant just parking lot traffic. And it's just like I don't know. It sounds icky. Yeah. So I don't know. I've just been thinking about it. I've, obviously, before I would just make a fucking move out there. I would just go rent a house there for like a couple months and just fucking see how it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Come crash at the crib. Well, apartment. <laughs> but I, my brother and I are talking about like our lease is up in December. We're talking about getting a house because um, his girlfriend's going to move in with us so we can like afford a little bit extra. So I think we're going to try to get a house. So Because like the problem right now is we really like where we live, but it's an apartment. All of our neighbors are cool and we haven't had a complaint so far, but like we can't really like blast, blast anything and shit yeah yeah See, that's the problem that's why i would that's why i don't want to get an apartment too it's just like yeah in space like i'm trying to like creatively like set up my desk it's basically my room like i have a california king which is huge um and my desk so i have like no room in my, in yeah. my bedroom basically and i'm trying to like figure out I how had to the set whole up fucking studio set up in the last place <laughs> yeah which oh my god i miss so much but <laughs> yeah man yeah, it's dude, just a I'm, matter of like I can't space. go back, dude. I'm never going back, dude. Yeah, I got the I fucking crazy it. setup right now. That's the thing, though. Like, you, I I miss it, but at the same time, it's like I've always been a person that's like change. Like, hard drives would crash, and I've lost hella shit, or like I had to move, or I had to sell a bunch of stuff, and like start over. And I I I feel yeah. like I not thrive, but I enjoy making big drastic changes like that yeah no i feel you i think for me it's just like um because of all the fucking video production and stuff i'm doing 
it just wouldn't make sense yeah for me to like no i agree move it it's like if i was gonna fucking get an apartment somewhere expensive where it's like the same amount of rent to have an apartment or whatever um fucking i don't know i just like probably wish wouldn't do it it's probably more value for for me to just like go somewhere where i can get a five-bedroom house <laughs> for the same price <laughs> at the same at the same time though like if you're in la because this is something i've thought about too you have access to more studios um depending on like you know your networking and the people you know and like that's always an option too i mean in terms of like finding a space that you could rent indefinitely that's gonna be tough but like i don't know it's just kind of some balance of like do i want to have the crazy setup at home or do i want to have that set up somewhere else i've always like i've always wanted separation between home and work like i've always wanted a separate external studio somewhere yeah it just hasn't worked out yet but i don't think it would work for me with like my like eating regiment (laughs) really yeah just like i don't know i've just always just not always but just like since like college and shit like i just have to just cook my own meals and shit i don't know just like if i had to like go somewhere and just like i fucking eat a lot you know what i mean so just like if i had to go somewhere and just plan a meal or something like i don't know just like gives me anxiety (laughs) i feel you i'm the exact opposite but i feel you yeah i just need to like i do like honestly i do like having it as a separate room though like the first time i made it a separate room i was like wow this is life-changing yeah and i was like my bedroom was like my sister's old room at the time because of the crazy fucking situation that happened with my mom and everything two years ago yeah i was like a fucking because i was about to move to la like on my fucking on my instagram type beat revenue (laughs) which was trash (laughs) at the time so like i don't know what i could only afford like i don't know like maybe 500 bucks a month for rent and like that that was gonna be some like i was gonna my my bro cam was we were gonna like split some shit where he was gonna pay for two rooms and i was gonna pay for one type of thing Mm. and and like that would have like maybe evened out but i'm glad it fucking glad it didn't happen yeah yeah moving to la is something that you gotta be like ready for you know like yeah. not even monetarily but you have to have something lined up to where you're 100%, gonna be percent, okay. dude 100 percent, dude like fucking the worst the most scary thing on fucking earth is like someone moving to fucking la and just becoming a fucking starbucks barista and just yep trying to fucking because the internet is the fucking control now you know what i mean like there is no like i don't know like you don't need to fucking i just feel like you don't need to like get a fucking agent or something you know what i mean i don't even know what the fuck people do but like I just feel like I'm just going to continue to continue to just build value here on the side where no one's, no one's really like paying attention to. And just all of a sudden Kyle's got fucking 1.5 million subs making money on fucking streaming. And once I hit that first fucking tour, dude, I'm telling you, I'm going to go on a tour for my shitty songs that I'm making (laughs) and I'm going to fucking go on a tour and it's going to be, thousands of people showing up sold out and then it's just gonna be like oh shit we need a fucking deal with like the company that fucking gary v buys is gonna give me a sponsorship <laughs> or whatever like yeah. <laughs> i don't know i just like can't like my thing about the reason i started being an entrepreneur is just i can't i can't work for anyone so it's just like 
I don't know. Just like it just gives me anxiety, man. I just have the worst fucking feeling in the pit of my stomach when someone else I'd rather just take all the blame. Even if I fail, I'd rather just take all the blame and just like let it be that. I don't know. I don't know what yeah, for me it's always been like I ever since I was a kid I always thought I had the best ideas. Like Yeah. It's it's really selfish, but like I'll think, Oh, I can do that better than you. Like and that's always gotten me in trouble like with jobs like they'd say well yeah. we need to do this and i'd be like why why wouldn't you do this and, like <laughs> i was a kid at the time too i was like 18 19 so like i didn't know how to properly a i didn't know that that was a whole waste of time and i shouldn't even bring it i mean it's a job i go there to work and get a paycheck and i'm out i don't need to like make it my life's dedication to improve this place but also like yeah i don't know that's always been my thing yeah f- for me it's it's like it's funny that you said that for me, I feel like it's more, I don't, I mean, obviously some, there's some things where I'm like, dude, I can do this better than this person. Like there's some things like that you just know you're better than someone else at or whatever, and you can do it better. But like for me, even if I know that I'm not going to do it better, I just know that I'm going to, I'm going to have control over it. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. I just know that I'm going to like, it's just going to be. I don't know, man. Like when someone does something for me that I would normally do myself, even if it's fucking better than what I would do, I just hate the fact that like my brain instantly goes to just blaming them for not doing it as exactly how I wanted it. You know what I mean? Because yep. like if I if I do it and say a logo or something, like there's so many talents and logo designers. If I do it, and make a shitty logo. It's like all right, well, fucking, I fucked up. I'll get better at it. Whatever. But if I, if like someone does something for me, I'm just like. Ugh dude this is not it and like yeah. <laughs> i don't want to waste my time fucking trying to ex- going back and forth and back and forth explaining what the fuck it is i'm just gonna do it literally the other week getting my f- i was gonna pay someone to just cut the front and back lawn like fucking 30 bucks every two weeks like whatever and i was like that would be easy i don't have to go out and do it literally just the fact that i had to um we're on like a main street where i'm at the driveway is like super tricky with cars just like having to i was like dude every two weeks i'm gonna have to like figure out how this dude's gonna get in and like when he's coming and what time he should come when my mom is blah 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 like all this stuff and i just texted him i was like you know what forget it (laughs) we're just gonna buy a fucking lawnmower i was like just being able to do it whenever i want and just fucking spend 30 minutes and just cut the fucking lawn just gives me way less anxiety and just makes me worry way less than this having to figure out when this dude is coming to cut the lawn and all this shit and like whatever i don't know just like that's what happens with everything it's just like even when someone i cut my own hair too like i i'm telling you i do fucking everything myself like oh, i wow. cut my own hair and get myself a fresh fade and like even if someone's better than me at cutting hair it's just like i won't be able to blame them and if i fuck it up then i fucked it up and and it's like all good but if someone else fucks it up i have anxiety for fucking two months about it you know what i mean i don't know it's yeah so weird i've never had that i've just always had that you know even like you said even if i'm wrong i just want the control to be able to do it myself so then that way i could fully get out what i have in my head and if it's wrong then it's wrong but you know it's kind of like the same way with collaborating like i love collaborating with people but not in the same room like um like when I watched that internet money vlog that you did when you're at the house, like that's yeah. that's the perfect example of like 
what I personally what I can't do. Like I can't sit down. Really? And, I can't <laughs> work in person with people. Like I don't know why because I feel like when I sit down and do my thing, I'm messing up their whole thing that they had going on, and then vice versa. Like if I have an idea, like I can't get it all the way out because I can't just sit here and hog the computer. You know, I have to do my one thing and then let the other person like do theirs I, it's, it's just always worked out so much better for me than like if i send somebody material and they work out on it in their own space or like vice versa that's so funny i think i kind of like fucking collabing in person like when it comes to some of that stuff i don't know why because i kind of just like it depends what it is too um but like I think because I, I think when I was doing that in LA, like I knew that like fucking who I was dealing with, you know what I mean? Everyone I was with was a fucking talented producer. So I kind of just like, you know what I mean? It was almost like when I was playing on a fucking soccer team and you're like, all right, all right, my team's good. I don't need to like worry about me fucking doing everything. You know what I mean? It's just like, I can let that, I can let these people fucking do drums or whatever. And like, I can just do my thing do my part i can just worry about doing my part and that's it and I, I don't know i feel like that's how i treated the collabs when i was with like me my and ramzoid and then fucking um henry and fucking zero yeah. <laughs> i just fucking did my part just did my little melody <laughs> and just fucking did the drums that was a crazy collab me my and ramzoid that was an interesting one definitely an interesting one um so we're getting near the end here what do you think i kind of already asked this question where do you all right let's do this where do you what do you think your what are, you, what are your goals for the next six months to a year like what's your what's your thing that you're focused on right now um what i'm really focused on right now is i want to put more effort into my kits make more money from that um put more effort like consistently put out videos kind of build that part of my brand um revitalize my social media and uh start streaming i feel like all four or three of those things are like connected to each other i think um yeah focusing on streams and videos are going to help with the kit sales and help with the social media accounts um so that's that's really what i'm going to focus full-time on um aside from like placements obviously um i'm gonna make still make beats and submit out submit them out for placements but um yeah that's that's as of today right now like that's my main goal that i'm setting for myself for the next six months to a year or whatever what's your daily schedule like right now like what do you it's so bad i'm obsessed with like my I'm <laughs> yeah dude I'm, I'm obsessed with like my schedule because i just fucking can't i am like i'm i'm the type of person who just like I'll, I'll fucking stay up i mean i won't i won't do this every night I have, like i don't i rarely do this actually because i'm trying to get better at it but like i just like stay up i'm like oh I, i'm fucking i love being awake i'm like let's get it i'm up right now let's do fucking everything i have to do for the rest of my life tonight <laughs> and then i wake up and when i wake up in the morning dude the first two hours i'm like a fucking dude that just died and woke up <laughs> like i'm just like really bad like i just lay i lay in bed in the morning for an hour after i wake up yeah i did the same thing like and just like i just can't fucking do it dude i just my mental is what i don't know what happens when i sleep 
but my mentality when I wake up is just like everything fucking sucks. I hate everything. Even if I get a correct amount of sleep, it's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah. So I'm, I've been obsessed with like trying to perfect it. I don't know. I, I still I still haven't figured it out though. I don't know. I really when I moved out here, I really wanted to get on a normal sleep schedule and kind of like wake up at. There's been times where I wanted to start waking up at six and going to bed at ten and just having like a really normal sleep schedule. Um, and then I realized that's not a good idea. Like if I have a session that I have to go to, like a lot of times I can go stay till four a.m. And if I'm yeah. miserable at the session, like that's just not a good thing. So, and that doesn't happen all the time. Or it doesn't even happen that often. But I think I've just naturally like I'll go to bed. I have a really late schedule, so if I'm not doing anything, if I'm just chilling, watching YouTube or playing games or whatever, I'll be up to like anywhere from like two to four a.m. Um, dude, I kind of miss that shit, dude, because I haven't been doing that a lot the past. I haven't been doing that at all, actually. But like my fucking shit in Florida, when before all this shit happened with my mom, before I had to wake up and have a regular fucking sleep schedule, mm-hmm. like, dude, I was like, there was no fucking schedule. It was like, it was wake up. Say say I wake say I woke up at like eleven a.m. right, the next, or say I went to bed at like ten p.m. right, the next night I would go to bed at twelve I would go to bed at midnight, the night after that I'd go to bed at like two a.m. the night after that I'd go to bed at four a.m. and because I just liked staying up at night every night it would just push back two hours, yep. so like it would just keep going it was it was called the switch is what I is <laughs> what I called it, and like. There'd be like a week where no, none of my fucking, I wouldn't have contact with any person because I'd be waking up at 8 p.m. and going to bed at like fucking whatever, like noon. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, it would just switch over and over and over. But dude, I don't know. I kind of like really enjoyed those. I, I missed those fucking hours from like 3 a.m. to like 6 a.m. when When it's just like, quiet as fuck yeah you know what i mean yeah i i used to like back when back when i lived near sacramento like i i actually don't remember what my sleep schedule was back then but i do know what you're talking about when you have those like quiet hours when everyone's asleep nothing's going on social media is dead because everyone's asleep and yeah it's kind of in the zone like to do whatever you want and you just know everyone's asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that I know that everyone's asleep and I'm working. Like, that's the thing that I loved. And just, like, being alone just gave me fucking energy. So, it's, like, for me, if I, if unless I'm waking up at, like, 4.30 or 5 in the morning, I don't care about waking up early. Like, I don't care about waking up at, like, 7 or 8. Yeah. Like, it has to be when people aren't up or else I'm not into it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel that. I, I, I'm i kind of the same way because right now, like I said, if I'm not doing anything, it's like 4 a.m. If I'm working, usually it's like 6 a.m. and I'll wake up around noon, kind of get out of bed around 1. Um, I don't really get my day started until around 2 after I'm showered and I've taken care of my dog and everything. But yeah. Um, How's your dog feel about that? He's, dude, <laughs> he is the chillest. Licking your face at 6 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's the chillest dog. He seriously sleeps. As, he could sleep all day. Like, Damn, he's this, he's the same way I am. Like we'll just sleep, and then he won't get up till I get up. Um, yeah, he's he's kind of used to the late schedule too. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's I'm comfortable where I'm at now because I, I I'm getting work done, and I think that's the most important thing is just 
making sure I have enough time during the day when there's sun out to do what I need to do. And then uh, when the sun goes down, it's either, you know, I'll do stuff like editing a video or play games or whatever. But I just, as long as I'm getting a few hours of sunlight a day, I'm okay. It's the days where I slept until like (laughs) five and the sun's going down at six. I'm like, Jesus, I was super depressed. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Sometimes those get a little too much. Yeah. I'd be like, I wouldn't even be making the, I would be like just waking up and i'm like oh i gotta get to the gym before it closes the The only thing i don't like about a late schedule is like like i was setting up uh, auto insurance the other day i had to get up at like 9 a.m to let the dude in to check out my cars or whatever yeah i was was literally about to say that shit that's the worst just like the 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 quote-unquote normal world runs on a different schedule yep so like if you need to do something fucking simple as like just drop something off at ups It'll take you like three days to do it because you keep like f- getting delayed with your schedule. Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's fucking horrible. You know what's weird, dude? Is like I've been doing sponsorships. Oh, I just fucking opened my MacBook again. Almost fucked that up. Um, I've been doing like sponsorships and shit through my YouTube channel and Instagram. I did a couple recently, and they were great. They were smooth, as smooth as a corporate sponsorship will work right <laughs> because they move at a different speed you know what i mean yeah. but like um it's just weird to me when saturday hits and i don't even realize that it's saturday and then i look at my emails and i'm like waiting for the fucking response to the email and i'm just like i don't know it's just weird to me like fucking it just is I don't know. It's just it's just fucking strange to me. Yeah, the, the worst is when you when, it, when you need to like get in touch with customer service and you realize it's like four a.m. on a Sunday. I have to wait till fucking Monday. Yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm just like, oh Jesus Christ, I forgot. And then it's like, oh, here we go. It's fucking Memorial Weekend. Yep. Now I can't fucking do. And now I'm three days behind because that was supposed to be done first, and then I had to do this other thing. And like, um, yeah, it's weird to me. But I understand it because if I was working at fucking progressive or fucking whatever company i i would do i would take the weekend off too yep. <laughs> so yeah what do you think your advice is say someone's listening to this podcast they watched the video they watched um the recreation of the metro booming instrumental that you did on the internet money channel and they go damn i want to make beats i want to be like mj nichols I want to sell beads and then I want to get into the industry. What would your advice to be to them for the next six months if they're just starting out and they're just, just downloading FL studio? Acknowledge and accept the fact that you're not going to actually improve as a producer for it's different for everybody, but at least the first year, the first year is going to be just figuring stuff out we'll say significantly can we improve yeah 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 not like figure out how to load a fucking kick up (laughs) good point yeah i'm talking about like actually making something that can um that's marketable we'll say that yeah Um, yeah perfect it's just gonna be a long time it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of trial and error it's gonna be a lot of figuring things out and that's okay, and that's part of the process, and that's part of everyone. I know Kyle's been through it. I've been through it. My brother went through it. Um, and it's not going to be the same for everyone. It took me three years to do it before I could focus on it full-time. It took my brother, like, I don't know, six months, a year, something like that. Because, that's crazy. Because he had access. It took me three years, too. Really? 
and yeah if i'm sure if you sat down like if your sister wanted to make beats it would be faster because she has access to you and like you know yeah you can help her out but unless you have somebody like that in your corner like that you can that can help you out like it's just not going to happen overnight um and soak in as much knowledge as you can there's a there's a fine line like learn how to mix learn how to make your beats sound good but you don't need to go crazy um there, there is a point to where you start focusing on things like mixing and RMS levels and mastering, and that's just a detriment to you because you're not focused on the right things. Um, just know when too much is too much in terms of like what you're focusing on, and yeah, like going back to the golden rules I said a while back, like just be consistent. Don't try to copy other people. Like it's okay to match your sound to what's hot right now. There's nothing wrong with that. But in terms of like your name or your brand or how you present yourself, be unique in that regard. Um, be consistent with it. Um, whether you're gonna focus online or industry, just be consistent. Stick to your word. If you make you know promises to some people, um, don't be the flaky person. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's get it. I, yeah, I remember you tweeted that, like, I don't even know how long ago. I remember I, I don't know why, but I just remember weird things like this. But I opened it when I was in, when I was in the parking lot of Trader Joe's, and I saw the tweet. I don't know why. Just my brain just matches certain things like that with what I'm where I am. But um, you tweeted just like being original and not copying other people is just like um just like the key and i feel like when people first hear that it's just like oh yeah well you just don't want us fucking uploading beats and oversaturating the market even more or whatever mm. um but like it really is the fucking greatest advice ever because it's just like dude people are all you're you're just i've said this a bunch of times but like you're just going to be the b version of that yep person you're just going to be, all right, well, fucking MJ Nichols has got the little animation dude and the thing in the background. Like, if you do that too, you're just the B version of fucking MJ Nichols or whatever. Yeah. Um, and there's certain things too. Like, if, if someone comes up with, like, a cool, like, let's say Southside started using the Kill Bill Siren. Like, yeah, everyone using it was kind of copying him. But at the same time, that kind of set a trend. That's a little different yeah. than, like, specifically, like, the thing I'm, I was referring to, and I know, I know you know this, Kyle. I'm just like specifying for people that don't know what we're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, like, yeah. don't look at somebody that has like their profile picture is like an eight-bit character, and like the background is purple or whatever. And you're like, okay, that's what I have to do because I want to model them. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. you're wasting your time like doing that kind of stuff. Well, you know what? It's it's funny because this is the thing, right? It's kind of like what I was talking about earlier with myself, where a year ago or whatever i was doing these specific titles and if i changed one keyword and the video didn't do well i'd be like dude that's the reason why the video didn't do well that one that one keyword that said fire or something <laughs> right. that had nothing to do with anything that's the reason why this video got a thousand views less and you're just like in your head so i think i, I mean dude i've done the same fucking thing like you're looking at people and you're just like you're just like okay uh this is what they do their fucking name is this this is the videos they upload this is the title this is the this is how their twitter looks this is how their instagram works that's working so i know that that's gonna work so that's what i'm gonna fucking do 
when it's just like that unfortunately <laughs> that's not the way it works right and maybe for like a few other people you know what i mean like when some hot shit comes out like say some rapper just dropped a song and it or we'll say Lil nas x right just dropped some country trap shit that's like brand new if fucking the Migos drop some country trap shit or like some other new artist, well, actually, fuck, fuck that. We'll say some other new artists came out of the woodworks and dropped some country trap shit. Yeah, that might work. And a couple more people might get rich off of it, but most likely it's not going to work. And there's no value in that. Like who has more value, Lil Nas X or the second guy who came up and did it? Right. Um, so I think it's just like, that's that's how you got to be thinking unfortunately and it takes a longer time to like make it get views because people need to like kind of understand it but yeah i think you hit it spot on i guess that's another quick tip too if you're gonna do youtube like adapt don't just do beat videos because i think that's not i don't think there's a market for that anymore unless you were in it before and your channel is still alive and i think like learn from what like kyle's doing like make content for youtube like it's a different thing now than it was back then like you know i don't know if i'm wording this right but make content no, that's entertaining i know what you're saying man yeah i mean like dude i never even did a fucking tutorial like i did a couple tutorials just because people wanted some tutorials you know yeah and when i and when i did them like they didn't even di- only a couple of them did well because I, I i worded them crazy ways and then i did some more but like a lot of my early tutorials did not do as good as just like the straight up just like beat making vlogs um and i was probably because i had some sort of different thing to offer yeah i guess when are we gonna see the uh first mj nichols vlogs <laughs> i don't know man i think i'm gonna focus on the tutorials for a little while but uh i don't know i think i think if i start actually doing interesting stuff from my day to day like I'll, i might start recording some of that but I'm telling you bro like fucking it will work it just takes a long fucking time and you have to have like obviously you gotta have some people like you have to have the reason for people people to watch them yeah and like you have to have something but like i don't know i just know that that shit has that shit just has longevity to it yeah that's that's the way i see it like i always just thought from the very beginning of these videos that i've been doing i was like all right and in three years am i going to be uploading how to make your kicks hit harder you know what i mean like it's just like it just doesn't i just can't see myself doing that in three years or like i mean i never even thought of tutorials to begin with but like i was just always thinking like that like i need to just like have some long jet i need to tell a fuck i need to tell the story of my life because that's always going to keep someone coming back yeah you know what i mean as long as it's a good story like um and I feel like I, even now I could be doing a better fucking job with it or whatever, but it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, fucking great podcast. Where can people go follow you if they don't already follow you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram is the same. MJ Nichols underscore. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm uploading tutorials on the Internet Money channel and that's about it and soon to be vlogs on his youtube channel <laughs> yeah soon to be vlogs uh yeah youtube is mj nichols and i think my twitch is mj nichols underscore too oh thanks for having have me you been stre- are, have you been streaming a lot on twitch no i used to stream every now and then but uh and then i stopped and i still don't stream now but that's eventually where i'm gonna be streaming again 
so dope for sure man thanks for coming on bro yeah thanks Appreciate for it. that was fun all right thank you guys so much for listening to this i hope you guys liked it i hope you guys enjoyed it this was a really good one of course um like i said i'm still constantly improving the podcast and uh and building off of what we have done so far with this podcast and um i'm never gonna stop and it's lit. i just put out a video on youtube if you don't follow the youtube for some reason go search kyle beats instagram twitter youtube go follow me stay up to date we're moving we're doing big things lots of things going on behind the scenes and um yeah i'm trying to just pump out as much i'm trying to get more of these out i know i've been saying that but my goal isn't to just do one a week of these it's to do multiple of these a week um so you can you can look forward to that in the future and uh, obviously as as it grows more and more it's a lot easier to make that happen because guests are more willing to come on the podcast um etc so thank you guys so much for the support uh go drop a rating use the code kb podcast on my website for beats and kits and it's lit until the next one peace out see you guys later thanks for listening peace